to the Internet Report, where we uncover what's working and what's breaking on the Internet and why. So last week, there was a major Verizon outage that impacted their customers on the East Coast. And we're just going to spend a little bit of time today doing a quick review of what we saw and how we saw this impact different services in different ways, um, depending on where uh, the uh, Verizon customer was located. So there's some interesting things to unpack here in terms of... As you're um, pulling that up, um, I remember like feeling the impact of this outage. I was on um, a WebEx call with a colleague uh, from London and uh, I had severe issues connecting into WebEx. And, you know, my thought was, is WebEx having an outage, you know, because right. <laughs> he was able to connect and I was in. And then we were like, oh, wait, no, Verizon's having an outage and I am a Verizon Fios customer. Uh, the interesting thing was it wasn't like I had complete shutdown, right? Like um, it was an application that was uh, that I was seeing the impact on, but it was also very sporadic. Like uh, I got onto WebEx, but then my connectivity was really bad too. So it like manifested in a few different ways. Yeah, there definitely seemed to be something happening along its backbone. Um, so yeah. you know, it, you as a residential customer probably wouldn't have wouldn't have been blanket in terms of like. Impact to you, um, but we did see, for example, this is just one instance of. In this case, we should, have. As you're talking to this, I should add that I, I live in the New York area, which is why I kind right. of even felt the outage a little bit more. Um, right. Right. Yep. Um, and I did not, so I'm, I'm on the West Coast. Um, but what's interesting is you see this really significant spike in loss, and it started really around the time that, that um, Verizon customers started complaining about this. So this is around 16. 30-ish um, UTC, which is around 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. So that's around 11.30. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of when I, I recall starting to hear people complain about this. And it went on for more than an hour. Um, there looks like there's some additional ripple effects, but really so kind of concentrated in that time frame. Um, thing here. So what we're looking at here is essentially, you know, connectivity into um, Salesforce's NA35 instance. But we're looking at it from a lot of broadband um, service provider location and Verizon happens to be, you know, one of those providers as well. So, yeah. So for, for additional context, I mean, we can look here for, for example, the significant loss, this particular um, vantage point that's located within Verizon's network on the East coast is connecting to a Salesforce instance, NA35, that's located in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And so you have um, these other uh, broadband um, vantage points, um, including some in Verizon on the West Coast and Central. And so they're connecting to um, Phoenix um, and Salesforce's data center just fine. Um, but it's really just that Ashburn agent that's having an issue and it's probably occurring somewhere on the East Coast um, right. in, in their backbone. Yeah, so when you're getting to NA35, which is in the Phoenix region from, say, the West Coast itself, even if you're on Verizon's network, you're not probably traversing uh, Verizon's backbone in the East, right? And um, if you were, by any chance, then that's not really effective routing. Um, but right. Right. Yeah. So, and um, it, if this was an instance where Salesforce was um, on the East Coast, then those other West Coast Verizon vantage points might have had an issue. Exactly. Um, yep. Exactly. Um, but we see so something a little bit here, different here. Uh, interesting before you go away from this um, thing is if you dip down to Ashburn, say um, the AT&T um, location, we see that there is no... Um, 
packet lies at all. So kind of this right. lets you narrow down that one for one that it is Ashburn. So regional um, localization helps, but also you're able to get to the next level, which is okay. This is not necessarily a Canadian tissue, but it's more specific to Verizon. So that, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so we see something a little bit different for um, Verizon agents that are connecting to a uh, a workload service that's hosted in AWS in the mm-hmm. Ashburn region. So and, we can see here, for example. And this is kind of the thought process, right? Like you immediately, your mind when something goes wrong goes to, is the application having an issue? And in this particular case, like these two different views or perspectives that we're looking at um, shows that it was agnostic to the application um, because the first one was Salesforce. And now we're looking at a workload that's residing in um, AWS Ashpan. That's right. So AWS US East. So the interesting thing, and you can see this here, that even the agents in Verizon's network in Los Angeles and Seattle and Dallas, so throughout um, their network, were impacted by this is because they're connecting to something on the East Coast. And the interesting thing here is that because of how AWS advertise routes to its services and it does it very close to where the service is hosted, what that means is that these particular, that all the traffic from those locations in Verizon is going to be really using their backbone and going through the backbone on the East Coast and then peering with AWS on the East Coast. And right. again, somewhere in that um, journey to that service, they're experiencing a significant amount of loss in some cases you see. I mean, this is this is sort of catastrophic loss in terms of yeah experience. Um, this is a nice snapshot, right? Because you're seeing that across all Verizon agents. And, and to your point, because this is connecting to an AWS workload and AWS, um, the connectivity into AWS workload uh, happens in such a way that it is more internet intensive. So the handoff between Verizon and AWS actually happens closest to where the workload is located rather than closest to where the user is. Now that's different than how an Azure or a Google Cloud might, you know, kind of um, take traffic within their own environment and within their own backbone. Um, and that just is kind a slightly of slightly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a slightly different view on this. We can see, mm-hmm. you know, those agents. Um, again, they're hosted in Verizon's um, uh, network, and then, you know, of course, like we can see this sort of massive loss on the way to Ashburn. Amazon, yeah, yeah. And also, since we are kind of testing from broadband. Um, locations that are tied to a provider, like basically they stay within the Verizon backbone and then they directly exchange off to, you know, AWS, which is also why like, you know, the the loss is really pronounced in um, all vantage points coming in from the Verizon network here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was kind of an interesting uh, view, right? Like showing not, understanding not just that it was the application. So, you know, it helps you, first off, narrow down that, is it the app? Is it me? Is it, you know, the internet? So that was kind of a good um, contrast uh, in this particular instance. Yeah, and we saw multiple examples of this Verizon outage kind of manifesting across, you know, different locations and two different services. These are just a couple of examples that we thought were interesting, showed an interesting contrast in terms of how Verizon customers would have been impacted depending on where they were located, and also where they were connecting to. So 
if you were a Verizon customer, even on the West Coast, depending on what you were connecting to, you could have still been impacted by this. It wasn't just necessarily contained to East Coast customers, um, even though the problem was peers to have been localized to the East Coast. So, Yep, yep, definitely. Um, well, that was a short and quick uh, episode on the Verizon outage. Um, and, you know, again, don't forget to hit subscribe, follow us on Twitter. Um, as always, if you have any questions, feedback, um, or guests you would like for us to have on the show, email us at uh, the internet report at thousandeyes.com. And if you're still interested in our t-shirt, um, email us as well, and we will send you um, the right t-shirt. With that, we'll see you next week. <laughs>